Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. And welcome, everyone, to Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbard, along with my good friend, Rhino, guiding you through the middle of the day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this. Hot day. Little weather moving in through the Magnolia State. Yeah, there's a slight chance of some severe weather with potential hail and the possibility of tornadoes spinning up uh looks like the majority of that risk is for south mississippi south of i-20 and uh, the farther south you go the higher that risk increases as you move towards the gulf coast well let's uh Let's hope we just get a little moisture through the area. I'd be happy with that. I think we need to. Hard to believe we're saying that, given the monsoon we experienced in the uh, in the spring and summer. But it's a little dry. A little dry outside. California got drenched. You see that? What was that, the bomb cyclone? It's like some sort of... There's a name for it. I've never heard of it before, like a... An airborne river, something to that effect. I have to have to uh, find the actual name, but it's evidently it's doing a great deal to quell the drought, put the fars out, fill the rivers up, etc. It uh, it's it's fascinating. But does this not beg the question of the old climate change question because weren't we told that the fires and etc were a function of climate change and the drought but then all of a sudden we end up with these these rains that are filling up the reservoirs in California atmospheric river you ever heard of that before i thought that was the jet stream <laughs> <laughs> well at least as much as, I should say, two feet of rain has fallen on, a this, lot of precipitation. on this region, which has been parched. And they, they describe it as, and I'm quoting here, atmospheric rivers because of the prodigious amounts of moisture that, I guess, these airborne rivers carry from the tropics. And by the way, it's being reported that one of the, there's two, one of these so-called atmospheric rivers is the biggest in the state in more than a, a decade. I, am I missing something here? Does that not, to some extent, j- just serve as a slap in the face to all the doom and gloom climate people? 
I think any level-headed individual that doesn't have an agenda can look at the sky is falling short-term climate alarmists yeah as that alarmists they're they're pushing for whatever reason there's a million different reasons people will give you but if you just look back it doesn't take that far just a couple generations maybe a handful of decades you can see how wrong time and time again short-term climate alarmists have been yeah, you're so right. Because something happens. We just reported, what, a couple of uh, weeks ago, maybe it was last week, I believe the Arctic experienced its coldest year on record. Or not on record, but may, I tell you what, I think it's for, in 44 years is the number that sticks in my head. Was it the Arctic or the Antarctic? I don't, I don't know that it matters, but... I don't think Antarctic. The, Antarctic, okay. Antarctica's last six months, this is from October 9th. Coming so, out of winter, essentially. Yeah, earlier this uh, month. Antarctica's last six months were the coldest on record. Oh, coldest on record, okay. So I, I was right with the first analysis. And it, they're coming out of their winter. So how does that square with, with all the dire climate change predictions? It just seems like, as you said, something always happens that makes you scratch your head. And so, now California is reporting that the storms cause problems. All this rain they got and moisture, the atmospheric rivers. Storms cause problems including landslides, power outages, auto accidents. They're not used to driving in the rain like we are. But they treat it the way we treat ice. I think that's right. Just lose their minds, essentially. Uh, however, this barrage of moisture enabled the firefighters in the Golden State to declare two of the state's biggest blazes uh, this year as fully contained. How about that? Uh, and one of those was a, a, uh, a blaze at a 221,835-acre Caldorf Park near Lake Tahoe. So I, I guess I'm in the camp that says I need more info to buy into this. I, that's where I am on it. I, I'm not... And that's why I say there's always an agenda behind the alarmists, because California has wildfires just about every year, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. I'm not a California wildfire expert, but just from the outside looking in, it seems like they happen pretty regularly. Yeah. But they're only ever really attributed to climate change when they're trying to get an R in trouble. That's true. <laughs> or shake you down one or the other. In the meantime, President Biden, he's jetting off to Glasgow, Scotland, to huddle up with all his socialist buddies, that's what I'm calling them, uh, to talk about how they're going to address climate change. But I'm pretty sure this is sans China and India. <laughs> Who are the biggest polluters? We've discussed uh, several times on the program. But you can't deny it. I mean, it's irrefutable. Yeah, addressing climate change without getting China seriously on board, not just paying it lip service, and telling the world they're going to build these impossible things that they don't have the ability to do yet. 
and they're not even really capable of figuring it out, it seems, at this point. But, yeah, if you don't have them on board, it's kind of like you're in a in a canoe, and there's a hole in the bottom, <laughs> and they're sitting over there with a bucket, just sitting in their lap looking at it, while you've got a teacup. <laughs> and you can bail all you want to, but it's only going to help if the person with the bucket starts bailing, too. So true. That, I think, pretty much describes how our government operates. Just as we have discussed, the Biden and his administration just totally tone-deaf to the issues that I think are most important to Americans, but they're concerned about climate change and transgender rights. I just picked that one, but it is true. They are totally focused on uh, all of that social justice stuff and this marginalized population. Oh yeah, Netflix versus Dave Chappelle has been in the news more and longer than leaving Americans in Afghanistan. Uh, totally good uh, good example right there. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm just uh, perplexed by this tone deafness. So get this. This is from uh, Chief John Heggie of the California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection, or CAL FIRE for short. He says, these rains greatly diminish the fire danger. Everything is going to be nice and moist and less receptive to burning. AOC is my, he's She's getting his address right now. Take that guy out. <laughs> Be gone with him. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You mean to tell me when you introduce moisture into environment, fire is harder to start and keep going? <laughs> Shocking on <laughs> revelation, I know. <laughs> oh my it, it's true though, and it's nuts. Uh the only way I can describe it. Uh but who is who yet is jetting across <laughs> It's so crazy. Jetting across the nation, demanding investments in green energy and climate change. Oh, yeah, for all the ribbing we give to Greta Thunberg, (laughs) at least she halfway practices what she preaches. When she's skipping out on actually going to school and coming over here to (laughs) browbeat the world leaders into believing in short-term climate crisis... She at least took a sailboat from Europe to get here. It's so hypocritical, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna get in a jet to, to go hammer people about climate change. Again, I laugh because you're trying to be serious, but you can't be taken seriously when you do something stupid like that. It's like sitting in a board meeting wearing a clown outfit. <laughs> exactly. I demand you take me seriously. <laughs> exactly right. That's awesome. It is time for a break here. Coming up at 11.05, Lars Larson is going to join us. And then at 12.05, Ken Newberger, the executive director of the Mississippi Medi- Medical Marijuana Association. And I believe we got more tickets to give away. We did have a winner yesterday. I know we did that kind of late. We did have a winner. Appreciate everyone listening, joining in the conversation. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last minute needs for a party? 
week, we have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at The Rogue, serving Mississippians. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We are located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Callaway's Christmas Open Houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Our landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses the first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring your family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Nicely done, Beef. When football fans everywhere cheer for their team, they're cheering for you too. Because your savory snacks fuel the gridiron battle. With your tasty sliders, hearty chilies, and drool-worthy steaks, every option is an MVP. Most valuable protein. So gather around the TV and get cooking at beefitswhatsfordinner.com. Funded by Beef Farmers and Ranchers. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. We got this governor's race going on up there in Virginia, and it is uh, too close for comfort, especially for the Democrats, but 
They brought in the big Democrat guns to stomp for their candidate, former Governor Terry McAuliffe. But the only thing anybody seems to be talking about online is the awkward dance moves. Oh, that's that's brutal. <laughs> that was brutal. I agree. I haven't seen the comments. What are they saying? <laughs> oh, it's it's becoming meme worthy. It's being shared, and everybody's pointing out that uh, those aren't dance moves. Don't, even, don't know what those are. Maybe he needs to get checked for something. <laughs> well, he's got Biden was up there, Obama, Cory Booker is coming in to the rescue. Uh, Stacey Abrams, they believe this is a function of uh, GOTV, getting the vote out. But this is when I think... Pokemon, go to the polls. <laughs> this is when I think you can be persuaded that they're really out of arguments from a policy perspective. And that is when they obsess with, focus on Donald Trump. So yesterday, (laughs) it's true, yesterday in Biden's comments as he persuades voters to support McAuliffe, he said Donald Trump 24 times in about a 10-minute speech. Donald Trump, Donald Trump. I mean, it was nuts. I wish there were a montage we could play of it. 24 times. Now, really, is that all you got? So, of course, the idea is to associate Glenn Youngkin, the Republican candidate, with Donald Trump. He's just Trump. He's a Trump redo. Trumpism is back. You can't vote for this guy. 24 times. Pay no attention to the fact that your candidate, Terry McAuliffe, says, no, uh, parents, they they don't deserve, they should have no place in being involved in the education of their children. That's haunting him, of course. And it is a concern. But... And so the Democrats know, and it's neck and neck, and and this is going to be such a harbinger, so foretelling, I believe, of what can be expected in the 2022 midterms, even if McAuliffe pulls it out, which I do think is likely to come down to who gets out and votes, which side can rally the voters and get them to the polls, etc. So that's a couple of weeks. Uh, is when that's coming up. Couple hard to believe. Couple of weeks. The other one that's very close is New Jersey. Governor Murphy. And Murphy's on the record of saying, "Hey, if you're about low taxes, New Jersey's not the place for you." I mean, he boasts about it. Now think about that. We're trying to get some degree of tax reform enacted here in the state of Mississippi put more money in folks' pockets. But in New Jersey, he doesn't apologize for it. Hey, if you're looking for lower taxes, don't come here. And I don't know how many folks have ever looked into the the, the tax environment in New Jersey, but property taxes are more than a mortgage. 
when you see the MLS ads for real estate, for just residential property, and you always see included in the listing the annual amount of property taxes, and sometimes to try not to scare people off, they just <laughs> they publish it as a monthly amount. It is insane. I mean, you can't comprehend it, how high it is. And so his Republican... It's got the little asterisk that says, call for price. <laughs> his Republican opponent is running on a platform of reducing taxes. Murphy also wants to institute just mandatory vaccines just across the state. Doesn't matter who you are, what you do, just you got to do it. No exceptions, no natural immunity, no testing. You just got to get the jab. And overreaching in that respect. He also wants to, uh, he's, he's fully down for indoctrination in education with critical race theory and gender theory and all this other kind of nonsense. He's down for that. So anyhow, but it's a close race. I think it's within the margin of error with about a 4%. Four point, I should say, uh, Delta with in the incumbent Murphy in the lead. These are, I think, telling, however, of the political landscape in this country. But he's not getting as much support from the big guys, the big Democrat guns, as uh, is McAuliffe down in Virginia. I, I think they sense blood in the water there, and it, it's going to be an issue. Hmm. So, uh, Thomas and Greenwood on the ceasefire text line says, how do we stop volcanoes that burp more carbon in a day than America does in a generation? That's uh, it's a, obviously a valid point. Even a, a bigger issue, potentially, is this uh, Darvaza gas crater. You're familiar with that? That is a, a giant hole, if you will, in the earth in Turkmenistan, and I think it's like one and a third or a couple of acres in size. It's, it's pretty big. Uh, yeah, one and a third acres. Uh, the diameter is 230 feet, and it's 100 feet deep. That's big. And it's just a big burning hole, and it's been going on since 71. Okay, 70s, yeah, I thought. A long Soviet time. geologist intentionally set it on fire in 71 to prevent the spread of, spread of methane gas. Yeah, but I think the opposite is what's occurring, right? It's uh, outputting lots of carbon. wonder if they're in Glasgow. Think that... Why doesn't anybody... No, it's you, Americans. It's your fault. You use the air conditioner. You drive a car. You're the problem. It's just, it's so upside down. It, it just seems like we always target the wrong source of problems. Root cause, as Kamala says. And just look at all of the issues, that these kitchen table issues, as we talked about yesterday. We're going to talk to Lars about that at 11.05. It, these guys don't seem to be concerned about those matters. They're more concerned about this kind of junk. In fact, I think I caught wind that this morning that a CIA 
either it's a dep I think it's maybe the deputy director is headed to the hill not to testify about any sorts of security threats that we might be concerned about. No, not that. Not possible leakage of intelligence, not the threat of China's hypersonic creation. No. You know what they're going to talk about? Diversity and inclusion in the CIA. That's what people want the CIA focused on. All right, so folks, I got curious about this. How and exactly how focused is the CIA on diversity, equity, and inclusion? The short for that, of course, is D, E, and I. And I went and looked it up. There's an unclassified document. It's nine pages long. It is signed by the Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer of the CIA. And I, I looked at the goals that are published. The, the first goal is weaving diversity and inclusion throughout the talent cycle. So you know how we've talked about this various kind of flowery language with so many syllables in the words you have to stop to figure out how to pronounce them. This is just nine pages of grand eloquent language. I'll share a couple of statements from this thing. Becoming an employer of choice, increasing diversity of leadership. Those are the categories that uh, comprise their goals. This is not what the CIA is supposed to be doing, in my view. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We'll come back with more. Don't forget, after the break, Lars Larson, Larson, a nationally syndicated talk host, will join us. Should be fun. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 90% chance of rain, high near 78. Tonight, a 90% chance of showers, low around 56. Your Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 68. And for your finally Friday, partly sunny, high near 62. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Hurry. Run. Get to the car. It's coming. Start the car. What are you waiting for? I knew I should have gone to Mazda of Jackson. Get rid of that creepy old car you've been driving around in and upgrade to a new vehicle during our model year clearance at Mazda of Jackson. All the 2021s must go, and we're giving you amazing savings on every last one of them. Get 0.9% financing for 36 months on all new Mazdas. That's 0.9% on every new Mazda in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Mazda purchase. You can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Is your credit history scary? Our credit team will work to get you approved no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, no matter how creepy it is. So get to Mazda of Jackson today, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. I-55 French Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Napa Know How. 
All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. Do you suffer from daily joint pain? Capital Ortho's team of board-certified, fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons are specifically trained to help you say goodbye to joint pain forever. With same-day appointments, our knowledgeable physicians are here to deliver immediate and accurate results. Why wait? Don't live with joint pain any longer. Give Capital Ortho a call today at 601-987-8200 or visit CapitalOrtho.com. Let Capital Ortho help you say goodbye to joint pain and get you back to living your best life. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Rankin County man is behind bars on several charges, including kidnapping his wife. Monday, Jeffrey Ozine, Germany, took his wife at gunpoint. The victim was later found, and Germany was apprehended in a wooded area. He's charged with aggravated domestic violence, kidnapping, and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Bond was denied. And State Senator Juan Barnett says when lawmakers come back in January, he wants to introduce a bill to help offenders after they are released and also help potential employers. The employer would send in this individual's timesheet weekly. Also, that the employer will agree to make any fines and fees that the individual owe to MDOC or whomever, make it payroll deductible, and to also do drug tests according to any guidelines that may be given by MDOC. Barnett explained employers would benefit because the employee would not have to leave work to meet with parole officers, make restitution, or for drug testing. I'm Andy Davis. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. 
Welcome back, everyone. You are tuned in to Middays with Gerard and Rhino on this hump day. All right, so, yeah, the CIA is scheduled to be up on the hill today uh, discussing, it's just so crazy, their diversity and inclusion and equity progress. And when you look (laughs) at this document signed by the Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer, that is Maha M. Lennis. I think I pronounced that right, but I don't know. It's M-A-J-A. I assume the J was silent, but in a name it might not be. Anyhow, just looking through this list, Goal one, as we discussed, weaving diversity and inclusion throughout the talent cycle. That's some grandiloquent language there, isn't it? So, there are a number of bullet points that are included in the key actions section of that particular goal. One of those says, ensure talent development and management practices support diversity and inclusion through the deliberate, intentional development of all officers. Assignment selections should consider the best mix of candidate skills and attributes for building diverse and effective teams. Now, maybe I'm misinterpreting that, but again, that says to me, Capabilities, skills, talent, experience, performance, none of that really matters or it's secondary. That you must also consider the physical attributes. So it's it's backed up. Once again, it, it, it goes back to Dr. Martin Luther King's most perhaps most famous statement that folks should be judged based on the content of their character and not the color of their skin. And that, to me, what that says is, no, you need to think about things like the color of their skin, their gender, and other physical attributes. And I I bring this up because I, I just stay concerned about this strong jump to a society where performance and excellence and results and merit are secondary to the physical attributes of an individual. And that government has got to insert itself, infuse itself into our culture and into society to try to make everybody equal. And this is dangerous. Very, very dangerous. It is not how excellence is achieved. It is not how societal and human problems are solved. Because we're not putting necessarily the best people, the most talented, the most prospective for success in those positions. 
it's, a, it's just, and so now you have the CIA. I don't know about you guys, but I'd rather the CIA worry about keeping us from getting blown up. Seems like that. Because what's happening is our foes, they're trying to figure out a way to blow us up. And the people we rely on to protect us and to prevent that, they're worried about diversity and inclusion. Not going to the Capitol to talk about China's hypersonic accomplishment. No! Don't worry about that! <laughs> Just crazy. So, they don't want the organization, by the way, to be measured on outcomes that truly do benefit Americans, such as keeping us safe, such as, such as ensuring we maintain an advantage over our most ardent foes. No! This is how they measure progress. Get this. We will create an inclusion index to include items on employee engagement and satisfaction, level of trust in supervisors and managers, and opinions on career growth and aspirations. An inclusion index. Now, I'm all for being in constant communication, contact, to take the temperature of the staff of any organization. Of course. You don't got to go to Harvard to understand how critical that is to organizational success and achievement of organizational goals. But rather what they want to do is produce these graphs and charts that, that show the dispersion of various positions based on physical categories. It's like you're in school and you're and you're taking tests along with your classmates, and you turn yours in. And I mean, this is already happening. And and how you completed the test and the answers you submitted are secondary to your race, gender, socioeconomic status. We're seeing that happen across this country. This is disturbing. I, I just I can't seem to get past it. In the meantime, parents who are concerned about what the heck's being taught to their kids in their schools, what about this school board in Minnesota? You want to stand at the podium and address those who you elected, who were responsible for oversight of a school district? We might have some sound here. Get this. I just want to remind everyone this is a business meeting of the school board. It is not a meeting that belongs to the public. Each speaker is asked to state his or her name and address for the record. Failure to do so will result in an individual not being allowed to speak. John, can you give us your name and address, please? Um, my name is John Wickland. I live in Mankato. Could I get your address, please, John? Um, I'd rather not, since you guys Don't have give it your already. Address, you can't speak. And I get so much uh, property damage and eggs and everything else from fun people and their friends. John, to be on the you need to board. give your address. All right, I live on Fifth Street. Excuse me? I live on Fifth Street. House number? That's just unbelievable. It's tyranny. This is nuts. 
Oh, it continues. The audio just cut out there because the the news agency that yeah got this whole video thing cut his address out when it was said, and then the board member made sure to say it into the microphone to repeat it so everybody could hear it. So he ended up caving on it, and he gave his his house number. She was asking the board member. That's insane. So now you don't have the right to address those whom you elect, put in positions of political power, unless you disclose your physical address? Man, this is bad. And she's not apologetic about it either, as you can tell. Oh, you got to give your home address. You can't speak. This is a little nugget that I caught yesterday. This is just... This is what they want. What's the purpose of that? Why do you have to give your address? Only thing I can think of is they only want comments from those that live within the district. Okay, but why do you have to do that in public, though? Couldn't you, couldn't you validate your residency through some other means? Oh, yeah. If you walk up there and shove your driver's license in the lady's face and go, look, that's my address. Yeah. Of course, the risk is with that lady, she blabs it to the dang world. The next thing you know, you got a mob outside your house wanting to burn it down. <laughs> this is insanity. Folks, if you hear anything remotely like this at any school board meetings or other public settings and public meetings hosted by elected officials in this state, let us know. This is not right. Simply not right. We'll step aside for a break right here and calm down a little bit. We got another segment of talk. We got some foreigner tickets to give away. Lars Larson at 11.05. Ken Newberger, the executive director of the Mississippi Medical Marijuana Association at 12.05. Middays, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. Gulf Seafood Outlet, your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet, seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet, Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. 
Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Upgrade your career today at Ag Up Equipment, your hometown John Deere dealer. Our service techs don't just fix tractors, they're passionate about solving problems for our customers. From yard of the month to farm of the year, we keep our customers running so they can harvest their land's potential. Don't just settle for a job. Come to Ag Up and start a career. Great benefits, family atmosphere, and values. Visit our 16 hometown locations or agup.com to view and apply for job opportunities to move up close to you. This is the opening agri market report. At the open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 90 to 109.61. March cotton was up 107 to 107.94. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, January soybeans were up nine and a half to 12.57 per bushel. March soybeans were up nine and three quarters to 12.66 and a half per bushel. December corn was up 10 and a quarter to 5.53 and three quarters per bushel. March corn was up nine and a half to five sixty one and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was up two cents to one thirty one forty seven. February live cattle was up ten cents to one thirty six forty seven. January feeders down one twenty five to one fifty nine thirty seven. March feeders down one thirty five to one sixty thirty five. At the open, Dow Jones was down sixty one points thirty five thousand six ninety five. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Maybe you love the smell of freshly cut grass. Maybe you love the aroma of steaks on the grill. Steel has the outdoor power equipment to get you there. From the dependable performance of our leaf blowers to the legendary power of our chainsaws. Find your perfect backyard with outdoor power tools starting at just $139.99. Real Steel. Find yours at over 10,000 local dealers and at steeldealers.com. All prices MSRP available participating dealers while supplies last. Whether you look forward to working on your outdoor space or for what comes after, Battery Power Made by Steel has the outdoor tools to get you there. From the reliable power of our chainsaws and mowers to the quiet performance of our blowers and trimmers, enjoy more of the sounds of fall with the AK Homeowner Series of Battery Tools starting at $199.99. Real Steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. All prices MSRP available participating dealers while supplies last. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. us into this segment on One Hit Wonder Wednesday, a.k.a. Hump Day. All right, so this billionaire's tax that we've been beating up still just angers me to no end. It's 
it's dumb. I think it's unconstitutional. It's confiscatory. It's exceedingly short-sighted. The math doesn't even come close to working. And, you know, the, the purpose of this deal, in, in my view, is really not as they are promoting and they are espousing. They being Biden and the Democrats that want to do this. It, it's really an effort to try to plug in a number into the spreadsheet, if you will, so the CBO can score it and say, yeah, pay for all these programs you want to launch. This massive expansion of government welfare is really what it is. And, okay, so that meets the requirements to pass it on a simple majority through the reconciliation process. That's what it's all about. And so what they'll do is, and everybody knows, these, these billionaires, they'll just go do what they seek to prevent them from doing, which is hire an army of lawyers and accountants, and they'll figure out a way around it. Or just take other actions to avoid this tax on, really it's tax on profits that don't exist. That's really what it amounts to. They'll do that, and then the left will vilify them. You don't care about the children. That's what you'll hear. No question. This is really just, it's accounting gimmickry to ram this thing through. Now, they're trying to get it through within 36 hours because it's got some climate change elements. It's been, that, those have been scaled down quite a bit because Manchin says, I can't, I'm not down for it. But Biden so desperately wants to go to Glasgow and chum around with his socialist pals and poke his chest out. He might need some help to do that, the way he kind of slumps over. But it's what he wants to do is go boast, look what we did. I got this thing through. I'm shaking down those billionaires so we can do this climate change stuff. It's, it's just... China likes to shake down their billionaires, too. How's that? <laughs> I mean, if you, if you get to a certain level of wealth, you, you start to get a little leery if you're in China because everything you own belongs to the government. You start to disappear, or your assets do. I remember it was maybe a couple months ago, it was some guy that he made his money in agriculture, started a small farm, grew it, kept growing it, kept acquiring more and more farmland and, and equipment, and finally was doing pretty well for himself. He just got disappeared. All of his assets acquired by the government. <laughs> Well, it feels like we're headed that way here, honestly. So, I'm just drawing the parallels. I hear you. So, think about this, Elon Musk, and I'm not asking folks to feel sorry for Elon Musk, but on paper, he realized a $37 billion gain in one day. I did see a funny tweet about that. It was, Elon Musk made $36 billion in a day. That's more than most people make in a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You were 100% factual in your tweet. <laughs> that's got to be a Democrat that's seated in the United States Congress doing the math there. <laughs> so, 
I mean, I could go down a long list. As we, we did a little bit yesterday on why this is such a bad idea and how, yeah, you might collect some money, but you're not considering all the other adverse impact. You're just not, because you, you simply don't understand economics, Democrats who are making, who are supporting this, this measure. But it, it's... Um, when you start taxing profits that have not been earned, they also want a minimum tax on corporations of 15%, and that is taxing their financial profit, their, their accounting profit, as opposed to their tax profit. It's kind of a complex reconciliation there. That's fine. They'll just invest less in people and CapEx and expanding their operations and so forth. Uh, you just You guys don't get it for a small amount of money. We got Lars Larson coming up after the break, and then Rhino turned me on yesterday to a pretty funny Babylon B analysis of this billionaire's tax. <laughs> and we'll talk about that after we visit with Lars and after Super Talk News and Fox News. Stay with us middays, we'll be right back. Your home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone Street Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. A 15% minimum tax on very large corporations is being considered by Democrats in Congress to help pay for their social spending plan. Also, a new billionaire's tax. A proposal from Oregon Senator Ron Wyden and other Democrats would require those with assets of more than $1 billion to pay taxes on the gains of stocks and other tradable assets instead of paying only when those assets are sold. That new tax would impact fewer than 800 Americans next year. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. A storm hitting the East Coast has now blown through New England. Winds along the New England coast have been reported to be in excess of 90 miles an hour in Massachusetts, as well as power outages reported there in Rhode Island and in Maine. The storm has already affected tens of millions of people along the East Coast, dumping more than three inches of rain on New York City. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. America's listening to Fox News. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks, such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
Dozens of South Mississippi residents joined a protest against the federal vaccine mandate Tuesday afternoon. The Stennis Strong Employees for Medical Freedom Group is standing up for their right to choose. Some are refusing to get the shot, even if it means facing unemployment. A recycling company is bringing new jobs to Vicksburg. Madera Fuels is locating material collection and processing operations in Vicksburg with the nearly $5 million project set to create 30 new jobs to be filled over the next three years. The company converts non-recyclable waste into reusable fuel and its 300,000 square foot warehouse will be able to recycle approximately 50,000 tons annually of various waste products that would otherwise be sent to landfills. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. I'm Mike McCormick, President of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down, be patient, Don't text and drive and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. Are you a landlord whose renters can't pay due to COVID? Don't evict. Ramp up. Ramp is the rental assistance from Mississippians program administered by the Mississippi Home Corporation. If you have tenants who need help paying past due and future rent or utilities, where they're currently renting from you, RAMP may be just what you both need. So don't evict. Learn more at ms-ramp.com and ramp up now. Copies of the medical marijuana draft will be posted today so that everyone can read it. And Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman is welcoming input. He told Super Talk Mississippi this morning this is not the final bill. Uh, in the event we have a special session or we don't have a special session, we'll add subtract in the normal process. There'll be committee hearings and there'll be things that'll add to the bill and things to be taken out. Medical marijuana supporters have formed groups like We Are the 74. Most have expressed frustration that there hasn't been a special session, something that's completely at the discretion of Governor Tate Reeves. Monoclonal antibodies are recommended if you test positive for COVID. Dr. Nicholas Conger, an infectious disease specialist with Gulfport Memorial, recalls the number of infusions they were giving per day at the height of the Delta outbreak. We were approaching 200 a day, and we kept that pace up 150 to 200 for about two weeks. He says now they're giving about 10 infusions per week. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hobnob is back. MEC's annual Hobnob Mississippi is returning to the Mississippi Coliseum on October 28th. MEC is preparing for an in-person Hobnob as traditional political speaking will return to the stage, headlining a day full of networking and great food. Join us October 28th. To register for the event or to be a sponsor, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. You don't want to miss the fun at this year's MEC Hobnob, October 28th at the Mississippi Coliseum. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard and Rhino. Back on. Thanks for that, Rhino. Joining us now, Lars Larson, nationally syndicated talk radio show host. Thanks for joining us, Lars. I'm glad to do it, Gerard. I didn't realize I was supposed to wear a jacket. I wore my favorite (laughs) new shirt. It's uh, Truth, the New Hate Speech. (laughs) I love it. That would fit fit perfectly. But I heard you talking about uh, Ron Wyden and this new billionaire's tax. Yeah. Uh, This is crazy. Uh, First of all, can I tell you something about Ron Wyden? Sure. Now, the great state of Mississippi has two United States senators, and they both are from Mississippi and live in Mississippi, right? Correct. Okay. Ron Wyden does not live in the state he claims to represent. I don't know whether you know that detail or not. He lives more than 2,500 miles away in New York City. So you got to be kidding me. Is there no requirement? I'm not kidding you. To have residency? Oh, there's a requirement. There, There's a requirement, but Democrats, and we don't need no stinking requirements. They don't need a border they, they, they don't need to have reasonable energy costs. They, they don't need any of that stuff. Ron Wyden is, now I want to tell you another detail. This is a guy who uh, grew up in Palo Alto, California, went to high school, went to college, went to law school, and has never had a real job in his entire life. He has been in the Congress, including the House and then the Senate, uh, for 41 wow. years. So he's almost as bad as the demented Delawarean, uh, Joe Biden, <laughs> because he's never had a real job. But somehow, without a real job, you know, look, we pay members of Congress reasonably well. I think they make about a buck seventy-five if you're in the Senate. That's right. right. Under yep. seventy-five thousand. Now that'll pay the bills. But if you've got to maintain two houses, one in D.C. and one on the West Coast, you got to buy a nice suit. You got to dress up decent. You got to get a decent haircut. 175 goes real fast I mean, because people say, I know that the average folks are going to say, no, no, that's a lot of money. I said, well, hold on, 175000 you're going to take home about ten or $12,000 a month after taxes. And now you're going to maintain two houses. you got to dress like a senator. Cost money. So he becomes a multi-multi-millionaire. He then marries, and this is the thing, he got his money the old-fashioned way. He married it. He married a woman. <laughs> Who, who is a, also a multi-multi-millionaire, and she got her money the old-fashioned way. She inherited a business from dad, and it's a bookstore in New York City called the Strand Bookstore. So she got her money the old-fashioned way by inheriting it. Ron Wyden, who knows how he got his money on a salary that pays the bills and is nice but is not going to make you rich. So he lives in New York City with his wife. He is not estranged from her. He, is, he, he has three small children, school-age children, and they live in New York City. But he represents Oregon. Now, can you figure that out? 
No. Uh, you just uh, uh, caused my level of contempt for the senator from Oregon to increase somewhat after that analysis uh, there, Lars. I did not know those details. I, I know that uh, he is obsessed with, uh, I'm not even going to call it taxation, he's obsessed with confiscation. Is is really yes. what it is? Yes, that is exactly <laughs> what it is. That, and you know what's what's crazy? He's the chairman of the Senate Finance Committee, and I think he thinks he can slide this one by Americans because he'll say they number one. Uh, an old friend of mine who's passed away, but who's a great champion of anti-tax movements, you know, protecting taxpayers, Don McIntyre. And he used to say that you can get a lot of people, both conservatives and liberals, to agree with this. Don't tax me. Don't tax thee. Tax that guy over there behind the tree. Now, the, the, and what happens is if you say to, let's say, a teetotaler who does not drink, uh, we're going to tax alcohol. Yeah. They say, yeah, tax that alcohol. And if you say it to a non-smoker, we're going to tax cigarettes. Yeah, tax cigarettes. <laughs> because I think a, a, a good conservative would say, do not increase taxes even if I don't pay those taxes. Correct. But this guy has, he's figured out that if you tell people we're going to tax billionaires, uh, they say, well, I'm not a billionaire. Uh, I'm not even a millionaire. So I don't care. Go ahead and tax them. Can I remind you of something in tax history? 108 years ago, the Congress passed the very first income tax. Now, there was a little income tax back in the 1860s that paid for the Civil War, but it lasted for about 11 years, then it went away. The actual income tax we pay today was passed in 1913. Right. And here's how it worked. They said to Americans who made somewhere between, depending on what you did and where you lived, the average was 200 to $400 a year. And they said, hey, we're going to tax the people who make over $3,000 a year. Now, the average American at that time could not have conceived of being able to make $3,000 a year. Sure. Uh, that, that turned out to be wrong. But, you know, they said, go ahead. And they said, by the way, the tax is only going to be 1%. And only if you make $500,000 a year <laughs> will you pay even the top rate of 6%. Now, I know there's a lot of numbers and radio numbers don't work well. Yeah. But imagine this. You're sitting there and you're working an average job, 1913. And they say, hey, we're going to tax people. And if you make $500,000 a year, you will have to pay a tax of 6%. This is a guy or gal, most of them guys at that time, who has said, I can't even imagine making $500, let alone $500,000. Go ahead, sure. tax the daylights out of those guys, the Vanderbilts and the Carnegies and the rest of that bunch. So they pass the tax. Today, the average American pays 14% of his entire paycheck. Uh, as the average once you're done with all the deductions and all that. And the top end rate is almost 40%. So Wyden comes along and says, we got to get after these unrealized gains. Now, that's where you use IRS language and it's designed to confuse people. I know there are people listening to your show who have bought a house. And if they bought a house a decade ago and it's gone up in value, say it's gone up in 10 years, maybe it's gone up $100,000, you say, to your wife, hey, sweetie, we've got $100,000 in equity. Someday, that might actually fund our retirement. Or maybe you've got 50000 in equity. Or maybe you got smart and bought some stocks of one kind or another, and uh, or your mom and dad left you some stocks, and they've gone up in value. 
That is the up in value part. The increase is called unrealized gains. And the reason the IRS calls it unrealized is because you don't have it. <laughs> it's only on paper. And what the IRS says is the minute you sell it, uh, you have to pay taxes on that because then you have realized the gain. Right. Senator Wyden says we should be able to tax unrealized gains, the money you haven't made yet. No profit. It's taxing non-existing no profit. profits. So That's you, the way I just described it. <laughs> well, it is because think about this. Back back in 2008, most of America saw the value of their houses drop by 30% or more. So if you lived in a real nice house in Mississippi that was worth 300 grand, and all of a sudden after the 08 collapse in September, it went from 300,000 to 200,000 just like that. And you say, now what if I'd been paying the IRS taxes on my my unrealized gain of $300,000 and then the value of my asset drops? I think the IRS says it sucks to be you. Yeah. We're not giving you any money back. We only tax on the upside. We don't we don't do anything for you on the downside. <laughs> so now the the latest I caught last night Lars is that they want to levy this tax on unrealized gains of uh, liquidatable assets and for more static, not-as-liquid assets, such as real estate, Wyden wants interest right. to be charged. He wants an interest rate to just be levied. It's like a national property tax, essentially, is what he wants to do year sure after is. year. Except except on prop, and I've had people say, well, Lars, what about property tax? And I say, property taxes pay for the services you get, for the most part, from your county. For the so property. you pay taxes, and the... Yeah, yeah. Well, because think about this: How much is your property worth if you don't have a sheriff's department? Yeah. And you say, well, well, it'd still be worth the same. And I said, no, it wouldn't. Yeah. If I lived in a county with no sheriff's department, when somebody shows up and camps on my land, and I say, you got to get off my land, he's going to say, who says? I said, well, I'm going to call the sheriff. Oh, I forgot. We don't have one because we didn't like property taxes. <laughs> oh, and by the way, if I've got a boundary dispute with my neighbor and I say, hey, neighbor, you can't build your barn on my property. And, I, and he says, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to go to court. Oh, sorry. We don't have courts. Those are paid for with property taxes. And and if, you're, if your friends say, what are, what are your kids going to do when they grow up? And he goes, well, when they finish school, oh, I forgot. We pay for school with property taxes. <laughs> there are no schools in my county. My kids are going to grow up only knowing what I can teach them, which may not be much. Lars, we're up against a break. Have you got uh, time to hang around through the break? I've always got time for you, Drug. <laughs> Appreciate it, Lars. We'll be right back. Lars Larson, a nationally syndicated talk radio show host, is our guest. Stay with us. Middays, we'll be right back.
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. The Waterford and Ridgeland understands that during this pandemic, choosing the right retirement community is more important than ever. Not only do our residents enjoy exceptional services, but also the peace of mind that comes from knowing their health and safety are our number one priority. With safety in mind, our families are able to engage with loved ones during this pandemic, not disconnect. The Waterford offers spacious studios, one and two bedroom apartments. Come see why more people are making the safe step to retirement living at the Waterford today. Call us at 601-856-6131. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5585. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. Thanks so much for tuning in today to Middays. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. Lars Larson is our guest. So, Lars, I don't know if you caught this article by one of my favorite writers, Liz Peek. And uh, Liz wrote uh, a great piece that was published a few days ago where she basically says Biden and the Biden administration are tone deaf to the issues 
that yeah. Americans care about. And, you know, politicians, we talked about this yesterday, they love to use this, you know, the issues that American families are discussing at the kitchen table. I don't think they're talking about climate change and pronouns. That's what the administration nope. seems to be focused on. They are, and think about this, Americans, I mean, even Bill Clinton, even the horny hick from Arkansas, understood <laughs> the issues. It is the economy, stupid. Now, what happens when you say, we're going to build back better, but it's going to come at a higher price? Your inflation is going to wipe out any wage gains you had. Every time you pull up to the pump, you are going to get slapped with a lot of extra money. Do you know, Gerard, there are parts of this country where gasoline is now approaching $8 a gallon. Unbelievable. $8 a gallon. Then the average, the average driver is seeing an average of 30 to $40 extra every single fill-up. So if you're a working man or woman and you have to fill your tank once a week, that's only an extra 120 to 160 bucks a month. So before you even go to the grocery store, they've already peeled that much out of your post-tax paycheck. How is that going to hit average families? Joe Biden has no appreciation for that. In fact, a week, less than a week ago, his friends at the Chicken Noodle News Network, CNN, they held a town <laughs> hall, which is basically a giant Joe Biden PSA saying maybe we can rehabilitate this joker's reputation because he is sinking fast. So they put him on and Anderson Cooper, who totally you know tries to do him all the fair, throws him all the softballs, yeah. just like Don Lemon. And he asks him, well, Mr. President, what are you going to do about the high price of gas? And he, he starts out by just, he was honest. He said, I actually don't have any good ideas for bringing down the price of gas. But then he doubles down on that and he says, it's all going to depend. I, I kid you not. It's all going to depend on what Saudi Arabia does. And I thought, hold on a second. <laughs> this is the second coming of the worst president of the last century, James Earl Carter, peanut farmer from Georgia, who allowed Americans to be held hostage to the desires of OPEC and and to be dependent. At, at one point, we imported 57% of our oil. And God bless him, Donald Trump made sure that by the time Joe Biden on January 20th took the oath of office, we were energy independent. We produced more oil than the country consumes, and we had enough for export, which is a good thing. Yeah. And because it it's always a good thing when you raise more, or grow more, or have more of the stuff you need so you can sell it and make some cash. And so, so we have now gone from energy independent to the president of the United States on national television saying, we're hostage to the Saudis. Your gas prices are high till some Saudi prince says we can bring them down, and they're not going to do it. I, I caught uh, the Cooper Town Hall. I believe it was in Baltimore, and uh, and, and nobody watched it. Uh, Lars, maybe you did, and I did. I'm not sure anybody else watched the thing. Honestly, do, do you know what the numbers were that night? I know they were terrible. What? There, there are 330 million people in this country. Yeah. Uh, 10% would be 30 million. 1% would be 3 million. Joe didn't make one half of 1%. They clocked in with 1.16 million Americans, which means it was the entire political class in Washington, D.C., and everybody involved in partisan <laughs> politics in the 50 states, and people like you and me. That's a million people right there. <laughs> that, that's like less than a, than a, a major local market. 
And that's to the Tucker Carlson, I think, tripled Joe's number that night. <laughs> I watched it, and I saw that. And, and what uh, Rhino and I caught was Joe, when he stood like Beavis, <laughs> he had the hands extended yeah. <laughs> with the thumbs rolled. What was that all about? Can, can I be a, be a bit indelicate? Because I will tell you what flashed through my mind when I saw Joe Biden looking like he was holding the walker in the old folks home, you know, and trying to get to lunch. But, but what flashed through my mind, and I think this now, hold on, Gerard, this is a working theory I've got for you about 40, 30 years ago. I got the great pleasure of being able to fly in the back seat of a Blue Angels fighter jet. Now you say, well, they don't have back seats. Yes, they do. They they have the training models. That's right. right. But it's one of the Blue Angels jet. One of them has, you know, I think it's only one of them has a, a rear seat and you can put a guest back there. <laughs> and so they said, uh, I was a reporter and they said, would you like to take a flight? And I said, I have never turned down an airplane flight in my life. And I've been on some great airplanes, but never one as good as an F-A-18 Hornet. Yeah. Now, what you have to know is the Blue Angels wear those trim blue jumpsuits. I mean, they look like they came out of central casting, and God bless them. They've got the skill and talent. They deserve to look like that. Yes. Now, if you wear a, a, a G-suit, which looks like you're wearing poopy pants, uh, <laughs> you are wearing those big, saggy things, and what happens is in, in, a, in a regular fighter jet, they put these this G suit on you it's, and it's got air uh, lines through it. And when you start pulling G's, the airplane pumps air in there. And what it does is squeezes your legs to keep the blood up on your gray matter, right. you know, where it's not with Joe and, and it squeezes the blood up there. So they said, I said, well, what's going to happen? I, I said, I want to take some G's. They said, Are you sure? I said, yeah, let's go do some high G maneuvers. And we got up to 6.4 and, and I was having a fun time, but here they said, hey, here's how you do it. On either side of the cockpit, not where the, the, the flight controls are, but up near the cockpit window, there's a short stick, you know, metal uh, pipe sticking up on, on both sides. And they even put little bicycle grips on them, like you put on, you put on your, ten, on your uh, bicycle. And they say, here's what you do. They said, when we're going to go into a high G maneuver, because you're not flying the plane, obviously, I'm sitting in the back seat. They said, you grab a hold of that thing. And then they said, Imagine that you've been constipated for a week and you are having a tough time. Grab those handles and bear down hard because what it will do is it will your abdominal muscles and everything else will push the blood back up to your head. And, and you know what? It works. My theory is that Joe Biden was squeezing his hands, hoping he could keep enough blood flowing to his brain so he could answer the next question. He was trying to avoid hypoxia. It's just a theory. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's scary, though, Lars. I mean, it's scary. I, and, and you and I can have fun with it, as we should, but at the end of the day, oh, yeah. it's, it's disturbing that this is a guy that's in charge. It is frightening. It's frightening. And, and that he's making the judgment calls on all kinds of things, which may explain why things have gone so badly wrong. I mean, even even Obama would course correct when he saw that something was going wrong. And even uh, the aforementioned horny hick of uh, Bill Clinton <laughs> course corrected. You know, he came in with big spending plans. And in 92, when he re in 94, when he realized I've lost the midterms, I'm getting clocked here. I got to do some course correction. And he did that. Yeah. And he signed off on, 
you know, welfare reform and a number of other good things for the country. Because when things are, you know, when you're in a hole, the first thing you do is stop digging. Yeah. And then you got to figure out how you're going to fix things. Joe Biden does not have the working gray matter to make those course corrections. Uh, it's, it's, it truly is scary. And uh, we were just talking earlier, Lars, about uh, some high-level person from the CIA is scheduled to be on the Hill today, not testifying about China's hypersonic ambitions, but about diversity and inclusion in the CIA. Do you realize what a joke this whole thing is? Because this is bringing back a form of segregation. Because sad to say there was a time in American history where a black man or a black woman could not get a seat right. at a diner, could not get a seat on the bus, and could not get a job and couldn't get into schools. And it was wrong to say we are going to discriminate on the basis of race or gender or anything else. And we've passed a ton of laws at the federal level, the state level, and everything else to say you can't do that. And now we've got DEI, as they call it, diversity, equity, equity. and inclusion. And they said, you will start to, to discriminate on that basis. You will hire people who are not the most talented applicant, but you will hire them because they have the right skin color or the right gender or the right sexuality or whatever. And it is, it's going to be disastrous because, frankly, if, if you got hired because of your skin color, uh, that's bad enough. But imagine the person, because there are a lot of them, qualified black men and women, qualified Hispanic men and women, qualified Native Americans who say, I earned this job through my skill. And yet the the existence of DEI will have everybody saying, no, no, he didn't get that for his skill. He got that because he was the right color. It's, it's uh, pervading uh, and permeating every corner of the country. It's very disturbing. Lars, always a pleasure having you on, sir. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me on my show, sir. It's a pleasure. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Lars Larson, nationally syndicated talk radio show host, has been our guest. Stay with us. Middays will be right back. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. Morgenstown has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgenstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. 
For almost two decades, Southern Ag Services has consistently delivered step change agronomy to farms across the Mid-South. Soybean production in the South experienced exponential yield gains improved by the attention to detail farmers are used to experiencing when using Southern Ag Services. Our professional consultants, research and development staff, innovation group, and ecosystem services platform has the potential to power your profits with dirt road credibility and solid signs. Find us in your community or look for us online at www.southernagllc.com. Gulf Seafood Outlet, your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet, seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet, Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies, ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Dozens of South Mississippi residents joined a protest against the federal vaccine mandate Tuesday afternoon. The Stennis Strong Employees for Medical Freedom group is standing up for their right to choose. Some are refusing to get the shot, even if it means facing unemployment. A recycling company is bringing new jobs to Vicksburg. Madera Fuels is locating material collection and processing operations in Vicksburg with the nearly $5 million project set to create 30 new jobs to be filled over the next three years. The company converts non-recyclable waste into reusable fuel and its 300,000 square foot warehouse will be able to recycle approximately 50,000 tons annually of various waste products that would otherwise be sent to landfills. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Mississippi's healthcare system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Clyde Deschamp, EMS board representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. All of us at the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance recognize the impact that paramedics have in the early stabilization of medical emergencies. There's an urgent need for paramedics statewide, and community colleges throughout Mississippi offer excellent paramedic training programs. 
If you want to be in a profession that offers the immediate satisfaction of helping people in critical situations, I urge you to consider becoming a paramedic. It's a dynamic, highly valued job, and as a paramedic, you could join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. In a world full of noise, the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. There she stood in the street, smiling from her head to her feet. I said, what is this now, baby? Maybe she's in need of a kiss. I said, hey, hey, what's your name, baby? Maybe we can see things the same. Now don't you hurry. Thanks so much for joining us on Middays. All right, now by free on this. All right, uh, so <laughs> that was always fun. Uh, it always is fun, I should say. Talking to Lars, uh, love his perspective, and uh, his, his story, his theory about Joe Biden and the, and the Beavis gesture. Uh, plausible theory. Trying to get the blood to the brain. <laughs> That's sad. Just is. Man. In the meantime, of course, we've been talking about this billionaire's tax. And as shared earlier, Rhino found this piece in the Babylon Bee, the satire site. And <laughs> it is entitled, Janet Yellen Proposes Tax on Coins You Acquire in Mario. <laughs> uh, it goes on to say that she has formulated a plan to pay for Biden's Build Back Better agenda, even though he says it costs nothing, right? Janet says, quote from the Babylon Bee, Every time your little Mario or Luigi character on the screen collects a coin, that's an unrealized gain, said Yellen. Why are we allowing all those coins, not to mention all those power stars and power moons, to just sit in Mario's pocket untaxed? <laughs> and so the best quote is from AOC, she said... <laughs> This is, like, totally unjust, said AOC, the world's smartest socialist. <laughs> Greed is literally killing people and killing our planet. It's time to tax Mario coins, 
said the world's smartest socialist. Oh, gosh. Yellen is now suggesting it may be time to look at taxing sonic rings as well. <laughs> oh, man. You got to laugh because that's just how absurd this crap is. So, there has been a lot of discussion about how would it work if you incurred losses, and you were only talking about the 734 billionaires to which this tax would apply. There were some details released last night about that, and, and the way it works is if in a year uh, one of these billionaires included a, a net tax loss, or a net, excuse me, a net loss, uh, for, on their assets. It declined in value year over year. It's $100 at the end of 21, and it's worth 80 according to their calculations at the end of 22, and well, then you would have incurred a net loss. Talking about all of your liquidatable assets. So what the rules say that they're considering, or the proposals, not the rules, would be that you can carry those forward interminably, indefinitely. You can carry them back three years. So let's say you had gain year in year one, two, three, and then you had a loss. You could and you paid taxes on those gains in years one, two, and three, and you had a loss in year four. You could carry that back um, and apply it to the gains, and and you would be entitled to a refund. That is what they're saying. But it only applies to these liquidatable assets. Mainly, what they're out for are publicly traded stocks that have a definitive share price that can be used to calculate the difference between what it was at the beginning of the year and what it was at the end of the year. What they don't consider is what if you just had permanent indefinite losses? I mean, that's a possibility. In which case, well, I don't have any gains to apply them to. I would say that's actually more than a possibility for the majority of small businesses. I would agree. Because what's the statistic? Is it two-thirds of small businesses Don't go out of business yeah. in the first five years? That's right. So these are just complex matters, and that's when Ron White and his Lars talked about a resident of New York, the senator who represents the state of Oregon. He comes up with this plan to just apply an interest rate on non-liquidatable assets, such as real estate and other holdings, art, for example. Just apply some interest rate figure, and you just got to cough that up. Even though you've not sold or liquidated the assets and paid in or, or, or produced any income, any cash, not generated any proceeds. It's just nuts. Paula Meridian says taxing unrealized gains is criminal on the ceasefire text line. AOC, all over crazy. That's what it stands for, according to this listener on the ceasefire tax line. So anyhow, that that's what's going on there. It it it's uh, it's all about trying to figure out a way, as I believe, to come up with some income that they can go to the parliamentarian of the Senate and say, look, it's paid for. This this works through the budget recon plan. Now they're also saying that by hiring all these IRS agents that that's going to generate a lot of income. All of this is wrong. I can tell you just in buying companies, you always look at projections and you look at the income and the revenue projections over a period of time and you always discount the heck out of that. And you look at the expenses and you usually <laughs> increase that. That's what the true uh, picture of the future looks like. Not always, but uh, of course they're always going to present it 
as they should in, in the most optimum light. And that's what's happening here. This is just a math exercise. It's a financial exercise. And they're throwing this at the parliamentarian so they can ram this through. And the, and the plan is to ram through these permanent programs. And, and I, I stay on this because I, I'm not sure people realize just how transformational this could be. This is no different than 1935, the New Deal, Social Security. This is no different than 1965, Medicaid, Medicare, permanent. Look at how big those are now, how massive those programs are, how much that consumes. This is what's going to happen. This is Joe Biden's New Deal. He wants this. I mean, that's where how he wants to go down in history and what he wants to be. His legacy is that he out FDR at FDR. He out LBJ at LBJ. That's what this is all about. That's his He's goal. He's just going to wind up out Carter and Carter, though. That's exactly what's happening with stagflation. Now... By the way, something else I think that is of particular interest to our audience is that Joe Manchin poo-pooed on the IRS reporting deal. That is out, folks, just so you'll know. In case you're not familiar, this, this was a proposal originally to collect aggregate income and, and uh, outflow information about every American's bank account that had at least $600 of activity in it, which is virtually all of them, over a year. And Joe Manchin, and then they yell and says, okay, well, let's do 10000 But Joe Manchin says, he actually met with the president. Well, you know, he was entertained by the president over the weekend in his Delaware home as Joe tried to pull him on board with the agenda. And Joe Manchin said, it's a bad idea. I'm not on board with it, and you shouldn't be either. And so that proposal appears to be dead. Uh, So, quote, so I think that one is going to be gone, the West Virginia Democrat said during an appearance at the Economic Club of Washington yesterday. That was just yesterday the news broke. So remember the first iteration was $600, and it got increased, the threshold did, to $10,000. And this is an idea that's been championed by Senator Ron Wyden, New Yorker who represents Oregon. So the problem with that is they're expecting, they had had projected lots of income, additional revenue, to be produced by that because the IRS is going to find all this, this tax cheating. And that's highly speculative, but that's... Figured into this reconciliation process. This is how the sausage is made, anyhow. So Now just sit back and watch as they try to take a victory lap and say, See, we're making concessions. Uh, exactly. Even though it was wildly unpopular on both sides of the aisle, we're making concessions. Yeah, that you're right about that. We're giving in. Of course, all of this is to the chagrin of the so-called progressive caucus. Anyhow, uh We'll see where all that goes. Randy and Starkville wants to know, will liberals have to pay unrealized value tax on their unicorn herds? <laughs> Why not? That makes sense to me. That's a good one there, uh, Randy. Why are we going to put our future in the hands of a few people who may or may not make it in the future? That's a good point. That's unfortunately the way our system works and right now all attention and all eyes are on Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema. they are effectively 
presidents, if you will. They have the same power because they seem to be the only two in the Senate willing to break ranks. And the vitriol is out for cinema. Whoa. What's they were on? getting all after her for having the audacity to wear a denim vest. <laughs> they say she's dishonoring transsexuals now, by the way, or whatever it is. Bisexual, excuse me. <laughs> we'll be back with more Midday. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, an 80% chance of rain, high near 78. Tonight, a 90% chance of showers, low around 56. Your Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 68. And for your finally Friday, partly sunny, high near 62. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. We have the deal. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? We have the deal. That's right. Ridgeland Mitsubishi has the deals because we are your pre-owned headquarters. We have cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. And boy, do we have trucks. Two-wheel drive, 4x4, diesel, every brand, every size, and in stock. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtops, Softtops, Lifted, and Kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. What does all this mean to you? Since we've got an amazing selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Credit problems? Not at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your car and vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Okay, now you're just wasting time. Get to your pre-owned HQ, because we have the deal. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See dealer for details with proof. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. We're finishing up October Pork Month with our interview with Sean Bow of Bow Farms and how the outlook is for his farm and for the pig industry. We, we jumped off into that. We picked up a lot of local business, and that's actually how we got into the cuts. We had never pulled with it before. We had stayed so busy with the, the roasting pigs. Right. But and I know there's two new plants that are about to open down here that are custom kill plants. Mm-hmm. Um, so the small plant market is looking really good right now. And the, the pig industry as a whole uh, seems to be healthy. The biggest issue is trying to keep the disease from other countries from invading right. and stuff. That's always a concern, but it looks really healthy right now. That was Sean Bow of Bow Farms talking to us about pig industry at his farms. I'm Dixie Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Oh, what fun. Mistletoe Marketplace. 
Join us November 3rd through 6th for the 41st annual premier holiday shopping experience at the Mississippi Trademark in Jackson. As you may know, each year Mistletoe Marketplace offers unique shopping and entertainment. We have special events throughout Mistletoe Marketplace that are sure to excite those young and the young at heart. Buy your tickets today to join the festivities. Funds raised through this beloved event make it possible for the Junior League of Jackson to host over 30 community projects and initiatives. Compromise is nice if you're at the playground or scouring yard sales. But farmers know better that middle grounds have no winner. That's why there's Revitec fungicide, fast-acting and long-lasting, preventative and curative, disease control and stress reduction. So leave the settling to little Tommy at the seesaw, an old bargain bill, and take your full prize in yields with Revitec fungicide for uncompromised performance. Always read and follow label direct. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Trust will say nothing to no one. Know how we bust and never crack a smile or flinch or cry for nobody. Uh huh. We'll give your eye, take on with a border guard. Yeah, your alien says you got John Luke Picard, the United Federation of Planets. You see what we English anyway. We thank you so much for joining us on Middays. You got Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. So yeah, there was an op-ed penned in NBC News that was written by Lux Alptrom, is the name. And Lux was uh, incredibly critical of Senator Kristen Cinema, As you said, a rhino the vitriol is just being uh, hurled in her direction. So <laughs> this is... What? I'm reading from the op-ed here, folks. Instead of a brash bisexual icon willing and able to stand up to the far right, she's now seen in as, uh, as an unreliable centrist, a self-absorbed Democratic turncoat more fixated on getting attention and lining her own pockets than uplifting her community. No longer a bi icon, she's now held up as a cautionary tale about the limits of representation. <laughs> she's not a bi icon. I I don't know the numbers, and I don't care if you're a bi person or not. Help yourself. Knock yourself out. But why does that got to be injected into, into the discussion of economics? Because this is about this writer's aversion to her economic positions, her positions on taxes in particular is what torpedoed the whole deal. No longer a bisexual icon. 
I didn't know there was such a thing. Are there cisgender icons? Not because of something they achieved in life. I think that would be problematic. <laughs> I'm afraid it would be. <laughs> but I would imagine in that list you'd have people like uh, John Wayne or Hugh Hefner. Or, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of cis-het icons. Well, of course, but not because they're cis. Right. What this idiot is implying, of course, is that she's a hero because she's bisexual. And she's, I guess, accomplished something in life. She is a U.S. senator. I would, I, I would mark that as an accomplishment. Sure. But why do we always have to footnote it with... Those sorts of things, sexual preference, gender, zip code, I don't know, name them, all the other physical things. Why does that got to enter into the discussion? Just like the CIA stuff we talked about earlier. Why are they even focused on that? I, I mean, it's a rhetorical question, of course, but I think it just illustrates how loony we've become. So... I shared this with Rhino off the air. It, it came through my uh, one of my subscriptions yesterday. This is from the University of Nevada, Reno, UNR. They, too, release, recently released an Inclusion, Diversity, Equity, and Access Language Guide, or IDEAL is the acronym for short. <laughs> It provides a variety of language and wording suggestions to the campus community. Language is powerful, UNR's Nevada Today Editor-in-Chief Carl Findelander wrote on October 7th. Nothing quite matches its ability to make someone feel welcomed, valued, and included in a community. So, here's the deal, folks. No longer... Will uh, or they at, least, they at least recommend it's not been prohibited. They don't want the term "native Nevadan" to be used in the campus community when referring to people born in the state of Nevada, because it's not respectful to indigenous people who truly are native to the land here in Nevada. How is that disrespectful? You're a native Nevadan. Pretty sure native just means you were born there. Doesn't matter when you were born there, just that you were born there. I kind of thought so, too. Other discouraged terms include BIPOC, BAME, what's that? B-A-M-E. I have no idea what that is. BIPOC is biracial, indigenous, and people of color. I got that. BAME, B-A-M-E, don't know. You're to avoid that. Oh, yeah, it's black, Asian, and minority ethic. BAME and BIPOC apparently represent that. And so they say, those should not be used. Do not write in a way that assumes white is the default. <laughs> we'll take a break. We got Super Talk News, Fox News. Ken Newberger, the executive director of the Mississippi Medical Marijuana Association, in next. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. 
Chris Foster. Some Democrats in Congress propose new taxes on the 700 or so richest Americans, also big business, to help pay for their social and environmental spending plan. Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden released his plan to tax billionaires. Democrat Kirsten Sinema opposed an increase in the corporate tax, but she endorsed a basic tax rate of 15%. It's aimed at about 200 firms with profits of more than a billion dollars. Fox's Chad Pergram. In Virginia, the Fox News investigation finds the Democrats' candidate for governor, Terry McAuliffe's campaign, bought fake news ads on Facebook. That approximately $100,000 investment has bought the Terry McAuliffe campaign up to 3.5 million views of essentially advertisements for his campaign. The ads link to third-party websites that appear to publish local news, but instead exist to promote Democratic candidates. The websites have been widely described as disinformation and partisan propaganda. Fox's Mike Emanuel. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Computer Outlet would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line every day. You are the true heroes. Thank you from Computer Outlet. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to two men in a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In most instances, federal law trumps state law. But when it comes to the impending vaccine mandate for private businesses issued by President Biden, attorney and former Mississippi GOP chair Lucian Smith sees a possibility for a legal challenge. I think the highest likelihood of it getting blocked is going to be over the speed at which it's gone through and the fact that it's probably not going to comply with the notice and comment requirements of the Administrative Procedures Act. We're one of 26 states that have vowed to fight the mandate. Gas prices are at a seven-year high and the White House is to continue to pressure OPEC to release more crude. During an interview with Laura Ingram on Fox, Governor Tate Reeves says he knows exactly who's to blame. The reality is gas prices are going up is a direct result of the policies of the Biden administration. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Maybe you love the smell of freshly cut grass. Maybe you love the aroma of steaks on the grill. Steel has the outdoor power equipment to get you there. From the dependable performance of our leaf blowers to the legendary power of our chainsaws. Find your perfect backyard with outdoor power tools starting at just $139.99. Real Steel. Find yours at over 10,000 local dealers and at steeldealers.com. All prices MSRP available participating dealers while supplies last. Whether you look forward to working on your outdoor space or for what comes after. Battery power made by steel has the outdoor tools to get you there. From the reliable power of our chainsaws and mowers to the quiet performance of our blowers and trimmers, enjoy more of the sounds of fall with the AK Homeowner Series of Battery Tools starting at $199.99. Real Steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. All prices MSRP available participating dealers while supplies last. 
In East Tupelo, authorities are dealing with the theft of broadband equipment from Tom Bigby Power. Lee County Sheriff Jim Johnson explains. In the last month, we have received at least six different situations and incidences where the black fiber boxes uh, that is feeding the internet, the new internet service that's going on through Lee County, is being actually taken and stolen from these light poles. The thefts are occurring mainly in the Mooreville and Richmond areas. Residents in the southern parts of Mississippi could be in for some rough weather later this afternoon through this evening. Severe storms are expected mainly south of I-20. The main threats are damaging wind, hail, and possible tornadoes. A Standing for American Freedom concert featuring Lee Greenwood and Travis Tripp will be held at the Mississippi Coliseum December 5th. Ticket information will be released soon. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone middays rolling into the afternoon here on super talk mississippi gerard and rhino in the studio on this hump day joining us now is ken newberger the executive director of the mississippi medical marijuana association ken thanks for coming on thanks for having me back it's good to be here all right so uh lots of work has uh, been done fine-tuning tweaking uh, this legislation as my friend Representative Lee Yancey, who's run point on this deal from the House side, has said tweaking. Uh, and so you've just shared with me off the air, you've actually read the latest version mm-hmm. of it, right? It was a long read, but yes, yeah, I have read 200 plus pages. About 270 or so. Which is um, incredibly long for 
a, a, a state measure. We normally don't see anything that long. Yeah, and, and it's really about only, a, um, I don't know, 90 or 100 pages of actual yeah. programmatic uh, structure, and then it's a lot of retooling different statutes in our law. Uh, I think they even have some more things they need to pull in to override as, as this new program is going to create problems in the, in the other law. You know, you have to make things legal for right. patients. Yeah, so what what happens there, you end up pulling in a lot of text from existing law that right. has to get amended and scratch this right. and, you know, add that and so forth. Right. So, yeah, that, that does uh, tend to increase the size, so that's fair enough. But nonetheless, so you've taken a look at it. What do you think at this point? Are you guys pleased with it? Yes. I mean, we, we really like the first draft. We think it's only gotten better. You know, this is the benefit of the legislative process is when you have more people coming to the table to talk about what should and shouldn't be in the bill, it just continues to improve over time. So I really like the bill in its current state. Well, what are you hearing uh, from those that are, are uh, integral in getting it passed, such as <laughs> the uh, leaders of the respective chambers and then the governor himself? Have you heard, you got any feedback there? You know, I, I've talked to the leaders, um, the, the people who have been running point on this, Representative Yancey and, and Senator Blackwell, a lot. Yep. Um, they they seem to think that the bill is getting stronger over time, and everybody in their chambers are really on board. Um, the current iteration, I think, uh, has been sent to the governor. I, I don't really know um, what his reception has been, but he said, you know, he wants to call a session, so we're waiting to see hear his decision. Okay. Well, the last I heard from the governor, uh, he had some concerns about uh, the quantity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there were some adjustments made to that. Were they not available that a patient could uh, actually buy under the program? Yeah, I think in the most recent bill, um, it hasn't been changed. I know they're they're kind of going back and forth on how much they think um, patients should have. And, and you know, people have asked me, you know, Ken, what do you think about how much patients should have? And I said, well, they should have more than zero. Yeah, which is what they have right now. <laughs> um, so getting it passed is really the most important thing to me. Okay. Well, I, I know he had some concerns about that. He had some concerns about uh, law enforcement's involvement and uh, what their, their their role and and scope of authority would be with respect to this. That that was another concern. And then I also uh, understand he had some concern about uh, the program that one would, um, I guess, complete to become. A bud tender, I think, is the term. Does that, that say that right? In some states, that's the term. Some states, it's a cannabis pharmacist. I mean, they got different names everywhere. We just call them dispensary workers. Okay. Um, for at least that's what I, I call okay. them. Um, and I think they're going to raise. Um, they had, I think, eight hours. Of, eight hours, yeah. Uh, and I think it's it's going to be significantly higher uh, in in the long term. Um, I was talking with uh, someone who's a big patient advocate, and they said, you know, we'd be totally in favor of of making sure that. You know, dispensary workers have 30, 40 hours of, of training before they start um, interacting because it is it is a, a very important part of the process when sure. a patient goes and interacts with a dispensary worker because they need to be talking about, you know, what are the products? How do they actually help people with my condition? You know, what is, what is the history that we understand sure. of cannabis and how it impacts this uh, debilitating condition so that way they can make the best decisions for themselves? I got you. So... Uh, all right, then, what's your gut feel? Are we going to get a special session or not? You know, I, I'm an optimist, and the governor has said that if we have a deal, you know, he wants to call a session. I think we're pretty much there, and I, I think we're going to have one. But only only one person can tell now, and, and we're going to be finding out real soon, I think. Do you feel like that law enforcement's concerns have been addressed in the latest uh, iteration? You know, I, I, I can't speak for law enforcement. Um, I hope they have. 
I, I think that some of their concerns that they've raised in the past um, couple weeks have been um, just mis in, mis in, misintent by the legislature. I think you know I, I heard that you know having a card would prohibit you know some something from happening with law enforcement, and that wasn't the intent. The thing was that they wanted to make sure that card holders had protection to have what they're legally allowed to have, and. If they have more than they're legally allowed to have, and that's, I mean, they're breaking the law. So that's that's something where law enforcement would come in, and I hope that's addressed in the in the at least in the future. I got you. Yeah. All right. Well, so kind of running out out of time, aren't we? Uh, at, at, for a special session. Yeah. You know, there are 365 days in the year. If we have a special session, any of those days uh, remaining, <laughs> that we're not out of time. But if not, you know, we're going to have this is going to pass one way or the other. I think. Yeah. It's it seems like it. So, what about the industry? I know that's mm-hmm. obviously who you represent. Right. You're in touch with uh, a lot of the the players mm-hmm. uh, in the industry. Uh, some of those have already mobilized assets, and and they're right. all poised and ready to go. How does right. this impact them? The delay, the delay, it's millions of dollars of loss. That's what it is. I mean, we are literally looking at people who they could have built a building for. You know, two million dollars eight months ago. Yeah. Um, and you know, f- some people attribute it to national mismanagement. Some people just tr- attribute it to COVID. But there has been a giant supply tra- chain breakdown, and that is hurting their ability to buy steel, to buy any raw materials they need to build. So things are now increasing in in cost to them, and it is hurting their ability to move forward. Have there been any that, to your knowledge, that have just said we're not going to wait around anymore? We're out. We're we're not interested yes. in the state. Yeah, um, there have been a few people. I mean, it's not that they're they're moving to other states. They're Mississippians yeah. who had allocated you know eight million, nine million dollars to start a facility, and they said, now that this is so far gone, we can't continue paying staff. We can't afford to actually build the build that that we want. There's no downsizing for us. We're just going to go back to our lives, and you know go hunt or something yeah. i mean it's it's really sad to see the amount of businesses that are are just pulling out who formed the association i did you did yourself yeah. Mm-hmm. okay yeah i mean after running the campaign i had met a lot of people who wanted to be involved and i i went to you know four or five of them and said yeah, i'd like to start this association and you know pull everybody together and they said let's do it are are you considering uh some sort of participation in the industry as well from a no. business perspective no I'll, I'll be the executive director that's it okay and and i assume you have a board Yes, yes. Uh, we, our board is very small. Um, it's currently we had three members. One just went off to pursue something else. Um, okay. Currently, uh, uh, Kelly Williams of um, Kelly's Green and um, Cliff Osborne of um, Steep Hill, Mississippi. Okay. They're they're on our board, and um, hopefully, we're adding a couple more board members throughout the month of November. And are they? Uh, do, do they have business interests? Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, that's the way that mm-hmm. would work from yeah. an association. Yeah, of uh, of uh, like organizations, uh, companies. All right. So, and are, are they Mississippians? Both of them. Yes. Okay. That's actually a requirement to be on our board. You have to be a Mississippian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, at this point, everybody's just just sitting back and wait, waiting for something to happen. Yes. I, I mean, I think the the current bill. Like I said, is is in the governor's hands. I don't know, you know, what changes he might want to see or what he might want to do. Whether he wants to just call a session outright, um, but I think that's where things are right now. Yeah, and if it doesn't get called, you, you're confident that it'll be uh, 
uh, deliberated uh, pretty quickly and uh, on the floor when I, they get in session in January. I think so. Um, you know, the session, you know, usually they deliberate for three months. We've been talking about this bill for five. Yeah. If it goes to January, it'll be seven. I think that's a lot of deliberation. I think they'll be ready to do it very quickly. Have you heard any any concerns or pushback uh, from folks that are con- that have I should say concerns about the distance that a dispensary can be located from a church, a school, et cetera. I, I, I've heard some concerns. I know um, in the first iteration of, of the bill, uh, it was a thousand feet door to door. That was that that was workable. You know, there's there's a lot of space. Um, there's not a whole lot of space not near a church. You were right. a very Christian state. And I'm very sure. I, I praise God for that. Um, but if it gets too tight, it does box out a lot of you know access to patients. And there has to be separation between dispensaries as well, is mm-hmm. that correct? So yes. that there's not a, like a concentration of them. We don't, need, we don't need these all over the place. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Like what happened in Oklahoma. Right. And that's example. just way too bad. Yeah. Yeah. So our, our bill doesn't allow that. Right. Prohibits that. Yeah. Ken, always a pleasure having you on. Appreciate it. And we'll, uh, we'll stay in touch and see what happens here. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Ken Newberger, the executive director of the Mississippi Medical Marijuana Association, has been our guest here on Midday. Stay with us. we got more talk and some foreigner tickets to give away. We'll be right back. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5585. Napa know-how. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. It's coming! Start the car! What are you waiting for? I knew I should have gone to Mazda of Jackson! Get rid of that creepy old car you've been driving around in and upgrade to a new vehicle during our model year clearance at Mazda of Jackson. All the 2021s must go, and we're giving you amazing savings on every last one of them. Get 0.9% financing for 36 months on all new Mazdas. That's 0.9% on every new Mazda in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Mazda purchase. You can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Is your credit history scary? Our credit team will work to get you approved no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. (laughs) Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, no matter how creepy it is. So get to Mazda of Jackson today, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. I-55 French Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. 
Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. All the folks in the Capital City metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. is back with you the flock of seagulls what'd you say about that guy's hair <laughs> that they're uh they're at least partially responsible for the hole in the ozone <laughs> because that's a three can of aquanet hairdo <laughs> that's right it's not that methane hole over in russia <laughs> it's flock of seagulls do <laughs> oh my gosh well uh let's see here the uh, on the ceasefire text line a question was, uh, or a statement was made, that Ken has never worked in the cannabis industry before. He's a total front guy. You know, that's, that's not totally or, or terribly unusual, honestly, for someone who serves as the executive director of a trade association. I mean, there and there's just countless trade associations. It, it's just that's how you avoid conflict of interest. Uh, to, to a great extent, that's right. Now, the board members, that's different. Executive director and the board members. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to call uh, out or, or any particular trade association, but I, I'm just thinking through my head of all the ones that I'm aware of, and and the folks who serve as executive directors who who also serve it uh, or provide some degree of of um, consulting, shall we say, lobbying. They they typically will will join forces with external lobbyists in um, consulting with and, and lobbying the government. I mean, that's just that's the, the system. That's the way that works. So that's not unusual to have someone that doesn't necessarily come from the industry. And then, of course, with respect to uh, the economic and the financial structure of trade associations, the, the, the typical uh, funding of those organizations comes from dues that are paid by the members. And those dues are used to fund 
the operational expenses, including the staff salaries, offices, travel, consulting, all the traditional sorts of uh, expenses that you could uh, expect in a trade association. So, I mean, I, I'm just saying that I don't think there's anything unusual about that, and I, I wouldn't read too much into that. Uh, we did ask uh, Ken directly if he had any personal financial interest in uh, any organization that would be operating in the industry, and he, and he said no. said that right here on the show. That's just fine. That's, I think, to be expected, for the most part, from an executive director of an organization like that, not board members who are paying the dues. So uh, anyhow, just wanted to uh, kind of uh, go through that, and, and those questions again came on the ceasefire text line, and appreciate that. Uh, let's see, yes, I catch your drift, but I smelled weed was the old catch-all and will have to be modified. Not that it's right, but it is a reality. That's Thomas and Greenwood. I assume Thomas is talking about law enforcement. Yeah, that's in response. We were having a conversation while y'all were talking about marijuana. He brought up the point, if an officer pulls over an individual in a traffic stop and smells weed, would the occupant of the car having a medical marijuana card remove the probable cause for the officer to search the vehicle? Yeah. And my response was, it would likely remove probable cause for searching the vehicle just on the basis of the odor. Right. But unless the whole purpose of the traffic stop was because the officer saw them smoking marijuana, obviously smoking marijuana, and pulled them over for that to question them on it, and then they show the ID card, they still had probable cause for the stop unless... It was just because they were smoking. Yeah. So the the stop was still legal. And then there are a million different ways you can go with it as far as requiring probable cause to search the vehicle. But they're trained for that. I'm not. And uh, yeah, I agree. And, the, you know, something that has also come up related to that, uh, Rhino, that I've heard is that we probably – uh, or perhaps should consider, I should say, uh, prohibiting smoking in the passenger side of the vehicle as well. I've heard, I've heard that suggested as something to be considered. Uh, make it illegal, perhaps, like open container? I mean, that's, I don't know. That, that gets a little bit into the weeds, but uh, these are just some of the adjustments to tweaks. And it's likely, in my view, if this goes to a regular session, that we'll see a bunch of proposed tweaks. That's just the nature of the beast with respect to uh, lawmakers in our House and Senate at, at all levels of government, where well, certainly at the state and at the federal, where you've got this bicameral uh, governmental structure. Which I was going to say, I think any of those regulations would need to come from local or state regulation, because open container is a perfect example. That's that's a municipality thing. That's right. It, that's not a law. I mean, it, we're not advising drinking and driving. That's but it's, exactly right. I'm pretty sure it's not illegal. It's not a probable cause pull you over citation if you're on the interstate where the feds are involved. Yep. But if you're in the boundaries of a municipality where an open container is illegal, it's illegal. That's absolutely true. That's a good point. Uh, typically, those are instituted at a local level as ordinances, if you will. So, anyhow, we'll we'll see where all that goes. Uh, appreciate having uh, Ken on and 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 being a matter of fact in his interview, and that's 
That's all we can ask for. I understand there's people that oppose this, there's people that support it, but uh, we try to get questions to him that uh, I hope were of interest to most folks. So we'll see where that goes. Um, Honest question from Ben from Madison says, honest question, how does he think this whole, I guess this is about this, right, uh, how, this thing, how this whole thing plays out? Is he talking, well, he, I see it came in at 12 o'clock. Is he talking about Ken or something else we talked about earlier? I think he's talking about uh, Governor Reeves and calling a special session. Oh, I session. see it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I don't know. We've we discussed that, Rhino. The governor, I guess it's been a month now. He said sooner rather than later, and I'm quoting him, uh, it, it, but... That um, which at this point it seems like a misstep on his part. It, it, you could to have used that terminology. You could reasonably say that, but of course those are non-definitive dates. So they're they're just subjective uh, sorts of terms that that he used. But it uh, again, this is how the sausage is made, and uh, you've got Representative Yancey and Senator Blackwell who have worked diligently on this legislation, and and I, I know that they have discussed details with all the stakeholders, all the parties, law enforcement, the association, patient, advocates, etc., to, to draft and cobble together a measure that they feel like is workable and passable. And so I, I think it is fair to say the ball is in the governor's court at this point, and he alone has the authority to call a special session, if he chooses to do so. And I think Mr. Newberger was correct in saying the optimistic viewpoint is that it can happen any time in this calendar year. Right. I would say the pessimistic viewpoint would be it's too late in the year, we're getting too close to holidays, they're not going to do it. And then the realist (laughs) is in the middle going... Well, they got another couple of weeks they could get it in yeah. before it really became a problem with the calendar. Yeah, what he can say, 365 days in a year. <laughs> He's right about that. Uh, the signal, governor saying he'll call a session. The noise, if he doesn't call one by X date, then he won't call one. Big difference between the signal and the noise. Uh, that's on the ceasefire text line. Put your dollars on a special session from... The same listener, he says, signal greater than sign noise. That, that's possible. I mean, I don't have a read on it at this point. I just don't. And that's why I'm asking others that might. It doesn't appear that Ken does either. And I have talked privately to legislators, and, and um, including those pretty close to the situation, and I, they, they don't have any kind of read as, either this point. So, but that I'd say that's consistent with the way the governor operates. He's he's pretty close to the vest uh, kind of manager. That's fine. So, we'll see uh, what happens. The governor clear, very clearly has other motives than wishes of the voters of Mississippi. Maybe another interview on CNN. That's from from Jason on the ceasefire tax line. I Jason, I I sort of feel like that's maybe reading a little too much into it. I, it's just my personal opinion. I don't. Here's an interesting take from Karen and Ripley on the ceasefire text line. The CBD that they're selling in these tobacco stores looks just like marijuana and smells like marijuana. Yeah. How are they going to differentiate the difference? That's a good point. I don't know. And uh, you know, we had Senator Tate on uh, a couple of weeks ago, right, talking about kratom. I say that adulterated right? kratom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there is a distinction. But that was shocking, honestly, to learn about that. 
And so, sounds like that's something else that could bubble up and become an issue to be reckoned with. Hmm. Interesting times for sure as Grover Washington bumps us out of this segment with just the two of us. We'll be right back on Middays with some foreigner tickets to give out. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, an 80% chance of rain, high near 78. Tonight, a 90% chance of showers, low around 56. Your Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 68. And for your finally Friday, partly sunny, high near 62. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue serving Mississippians. Attention! If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. Less England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Lauren McGraw with Guide Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go. 601-879-3969. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In most instances, federal law trumps state law. 
But when it comes to the impending vaccine mandate for private businesses issued by President Biden, attorney and former Mississippi GOP chair Lucian Smith sees a possibility for a legal challenge. I think the highest likelihood of it getting blocked is going to be over the speed at which it's gone through and the fact that it's probably not going to comply with the notice and comment requirements of the Administrative Procedures Act. We're one of 26 states that have vowed to fight the mandate. Gas prices are at a seven-year high and the White House is vowing to continue to pressure OPEC to release more crude. During an interview with Laura Ingram on Fox, Governor Tate Reeves says he knows exactly who's to blame. The reality is gas prices are going up is a direct result of the policies of the Biden administration. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Hobnob is back. MEC's annual Hobnob Mississippi is returning to the Mississippi Coliseum on October 28th. MEC is preparing for an in-person Hobnob as traditional political speaking will return to the stage, headlining a day full of networking and great food. Join us October 28th. To register for the event or to be a sponsor, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. You don't want to miss the fun at this year's MEC Hobnob, October 28th at the Mississippi Coliseum. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on! Let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. T-Rex bumping us into this segment. Thanks for that, Rhino. Also, are you ready? We got some tickets to give away. Oh, yeah. One of the best-selling groups of all time, Foreigners, coming to the Bancorp South Arena in Tupelo on November 13th. Tickets for the show are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com, or you can swing by the Bancorp South Arena box office. But now you've got a chance to win a pair of tickets for free. All you got to do is be the 22nd person to text into the C Spire text line, that number is 601-879-4395. Be the 22nd person to text in the word URGENT, and you'll win a pair of tickets to see Foreigner at the Bancorp South Arena on November the 13th. 
There you go. Urgent. We should play that, even though it's not a one-hit wonder. What a great tune that is from Foreigner. Thomas and Greenwood, who is perhaps the biggest fan of the political recall process, maybe of anyone in the country, perhaps the world, would Tate have already called that session if we had a recall process? I don't think so, honestly. I don't think that would make a hill of beans a difference. I, I think that I think, Thomas, I, I know this is something you want to see, but I, I would argue that he uh, would not be recalled over this, and not to mention that I think the, the number of people that are willing to put together and fund a recall effort is teeny tiny. Even those that uh, are, are part of this industry, I, that's, that's not going to solve the problem. Recall and do what? Elect somebody who you're just totally 100% certain would call a special session if seated? I mean, by the time you did that, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't see that as being the, uh, the mechanism to get this done. I just think it's got to work through the process, and that's just me. Do we have a winner? Oh, yeah, just waiting to confirm with them. Awesome. So appreciate everyone for uh, playing. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, If it passed today, when would it go into effect? I think that uh, totally depends on what is is stated in the bill. Yeah, the language of the bill, the... The most recent that I saw, it would basically go into effect immediately, but it wouldn't be up and running for a few months. Yeah, I think that's right. So it would get the ball rolling on getting the industry built from the ground up, and then I would imagine they would want to get that done as soon as possible, but uh, I don't think it would be a situation where it's signed, and then that afternoon you're going to the dispensary. Yeah, I think that's totally right. So... Uh, but I, I know that the intent, at least, is to launch this thing once passed, it, it, as soon as possible. It's, pr- oh, yeah. it's practical, because you've got some work to do to get uh, the various agencies geared up uh, for it, for the registration process, the uh, um, oversight, et cetera. So uh, 120 days after signing to, to law on the ceasefire tax line, I think that is what the original bill called for. I don't know what the present uh, iteration of it, the present draft says. So, um, it, so anyhow, we'll see what the time frame would be uh, in, in 120 days for licensing. Yeah, I, again, but and that's coming on the ceasefire tax line. All, all I'm suggesting is that all of that is subject to change before a final bill is passed. That, that goes back to the original bill, 65, the original measure. So we'll see where all that, all that will go. Um, don't blame me. I voted for General Waller before I left. That's from Jason on the C Spire text line. Uh, do you? Does anybody know where Waller's? where he stood on medical marijuana program? I don't even remember this really coming up to any great degree during the campaign in 19. Do you, Rhino? Uh, 
talk. I mean, was that? I want to say it was briefly mentioned at one of the debates, but uh, I also want to say both of the parties of the debate. I think it was a Republican primary debate, so it would have been Waller and Reeves. And I'm pretty sure both of them said they were personally against it, but they would follow the will of the people. I think that's that sounds right to me as well, as I recall it. Because I would argue that the key issue that I think separated those two candidates in the Republican primary that distinguished one from the other was really Medicaid expansion. I, I think that's where they they probably departed in, in policy positions uh, more than in any other area, as I recall. Uh, Governor Reeves made it clear he was against expanding, as he calls it, Obamacare. And, and uh, candidate Waller, he uh, had a different take on it and was more open to it. And I think was uh, – he he would avail himself to supporting the plan as proposed by the Mississippi Hospital Association, as you recall. He talked about it, had a, a pretty lengthy podcast. I can't remember who, who conducted the interview, but I listened to it in its entirety on that matter. So I think that was really the main differentiator. Now, what's kind of ironic, I guess, a little bit is that if this Build Back Better plan passes, that that effectively I, I read a long report a couple of days ago about how this would affect health care uh, from a government perspective and it, it essentially it expands Medicaid by authorizing subsidies in the Obamacare private insurance exchanges. Uh, we, we talked about this a couple of days ago, but it's, it's kind of a workaround to expanding Medicaid, in effect, without directly expanding the Medicaid program. But it, uh, it allows those with an income below 150 percent able-bodied adults below 150% of the federal poverty level to purchase insurance in the exchanges at zero premium. Plus, they get uh, cost-sharing, what's called CSR, cost-sharing reductions, which are a way to reimburse for deductibles and co-pays, such that it's pretty close to totally free Medicaid. It's just private insurance that is subsidized by the federal government. And there and there's some other tweaks in the way that those subsidies would work as well to to make it uh, I guess more attractive to the recipients, shall we say? So that's all part of the deal. Uh, perhaps I'm overreacting, but I worry about this thing being kicked down the road beyond the 22 sessions, says Ben from Madison. Uh, you know, I don't feel like it. I really don't. I I, I feel like once they get in session that uh, the, the measure would be, will be taken up, whatever its draft, the, the draft of it looks like at that point. And the uh, respective chambers will deliberate uh, the legislation as it's transferred around, and they'll put it on the governor's desk. That's just my opinion. I think that's what happens in the 2022 session. Hmm. Uh, gentlemen, who in America is being treated unequal? I would like to hear your opinions, Johnny from Tupelo. Well, that's a, a bit of a, a departure from the subject matter, but that's fine, Johnny. Appreciate you uh, sending in. We talk about that quite a bit, and it, it really comes down to 
this idea of equity versus equality. And, uh, you know, equity seeks to essentially achieve the same outcomes for everyone, uh, regardless of their, their work product, regardless of their performance, regardless of their value contribution. That's, that's the way equity is described. Whereas equality just simply means that everyone is afforded the same opportunity to succeed and achieve and produce value and be rewarded for it. It's a clear distinction. This is why I have such a problem with this notion of equity, because that's, I believe, a march to mediocrity. So, and, and as to who's being treated unequal, you know, honestly, Johnny, I, I think we would have to rely on personal accounts. I, I struggle with that one myself. I, I, I do agree and know, and, and as Lars talked about, there was a time in this country where black people were simply not afforded the same opportunities, even to eat in a restaurant, use a water fountain, sit on a bus, go to a restroom. That's just wrong. Totally wrong. But gosh, I don't know that there are any examples of that in this country whatsoever. I don't know if they have existed in decades. That's my concern, is that we're just dwelling on that and not acknowledging how we have transitioned away from that. And, and so, again, we'd have to rely on individuals saying, yeah, I got treated unequally because of my something, physical attributes. I don't see it. Stay with us. we got a final segment coming back on Middays. Got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. With just a few short weeks left before our lease expires, DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering 50 to 80% savings storewide. Diamond earrings, wedding bands, loose diamonds, it's all marked down 50 to 80%. This is a perfect time to do your Christmas shopping. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry accepts cash, verified check, credit cards, and 12 months interest-free is available with approved credit. Save 50 to 80% now before our lease is up at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of JCPenney. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Green. The new degree of comfort. 
No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. The 41st Annual Squat and Gobble is back. Don't miss this incredible evening to help victims of human trafficking and domestic abuse right here in Central Mississippi. Thursday, November 11th at 6 p.m. at the new Mississippi Trademarks. There'll be plenty of room to squat and gobble, featuring live music from Dr. Zar's Amazing Funk Monsters, great food and beverages, a live and silent auction, door prizes, and the prestigious Squat and Gobble Dance Contest and Turkey Calling Contest. Don't be a turkey. Get your early bird ticket for just $55 now through October 28th at friendsforacause.com. There are also event and table sponsorships available at friendsforacause.com. Don't miss your chance to have fun and help rescue someone from the trap of domestic violence or human trafficking. The 41st Annual Squat and Gobble Dance Contest and Turkey Calling Contest starting at 6 p.m. Thursday, November 11th at the new Mississippi Trademark. Get your early bird tickets right now at friendsforacause.com. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Coming at you. Don't forget, uh, Paul Gallo will be doing the show remotely tomorrow. He'll be down at MEC's Hobnob event at the Mississippi Coliseum. He is expected to have a number of the st- our statewide leaders and elected officials on the show. 
If you want to register, go to msmec.com. That's msmec.com. Paul will be down there at the Coliseum. Looking forward to that. I'm going to go check it out in the morning before I come in and do the show uh, tomorrow. Rub elbows with the movers and shakers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully the weather will be out of here by then. It's kind of what uh, the situation looks yeah, supposedly it hasn't gotten any worse, but it hasn't gotten any better for South Mississippi. This afternoon could get a little rough. Uh, south of I-20 is where they've got it marked off, and the farther south you go towards the coast, the worse it could be. Uh, potential for P to quarter-sized hail and uh, potential tornadic weather. So, yeah, Dang. stay weather aware. Keep your ear on the box. We'll give you as many updates as we can if it gets bad. Dang. And... Uh, the good thing about that, the uh, the silver lining on that dark cloud is supposedly, yeah. according to the weatherman, after this front moves through, fall weather will be here. It's going to be cooler. I'm looking forward to that. Headed up uh, to Old Waverly to play a little golf this weekend with my buddies. And uh, it just looks like it's going to be in the 60s. So should be hopefully some nice fall weather for that. But uh, in the meantime here... David from Bruce on the ceasefire text line says this whole equity thing impacts the working people. Working people, I, I believe what David is saying there, end up putting the bill for those who aren't working or receiving benefits from the government. Uh, I, I, you know, this feels like, Rhino, I'll just tell you, this, this feels to me like Obamacare, and here's what I mean by that. And when that was being debated, I didn't really get the impression that most Americans were paying attention to it. That uh, most on the right felt like this thing will just never pass, and if it does, it's going to be struck down as unconstitutional. And I, I remember being a guest on, on Paul's show, I think it was the first time I ever came on, talking about health care reform and what ultimately became the, the Affordable Care Act, the ACA. And saying, you know, once this thing gets enacted, it's permanent. Never, go, It will never go away. And it wasn't too long ago, candidates for president were running on, I'm going to repeal, remember Ted Cruz, the first thing I'm going to do is repeal every word of Obamacare. First, he couldn't do that. It requires a major, supermajority in the Senate to totally repeal it. Plus, of course, a majority in the House, and then the president has to sign. So that was not a, a promise that could be realized without that governmental scenario. But this just feels like it, that folks aren't really paying attention to it. Uh, and I'm not being critical. I'm just saying that we're all busy, as we should be, with our lives and, and taking care of our families and producing incomes and and whatever else our life is about. And that's fine. That's the way it should be. But in the meantime, these folks are working on a bill that I, I honestly do believe is is an earthquake in our country and is very similar to FDR, to LBJ, and frankly overshadows Obamacare in, in terms of the sorts of welfare programs this would this would create. And I'm afraid that, to some extent, maybe we're going about our daily life, as we should be, 
and then it's going to hit us, and we're not going to like it. And that's uh, why I dwell on it, perhaps uh, maybe too much. I don't know. Maybe people don't want to hear about it. Uh, but it, it's, it's transformational, as they say, and it's something to, to be concerned about. Uh, equity is CRT and DEI, which equals racism and division. And uh, we've talked about that before. That uh, Appreciate that. That's on the ceasefire text line. We've talked about before that, you know, what they're doing here is using racism to combat racism, which makes no sense. By the way, B-A-M-E, the acronym, stands for Black, Asian, and Minority Ethic. There you go. It's a new one. Of course, BIPOC, you had it right. That's Black Indigenous People of Color. Man, we got a lot of acronyms for that stuff. Can't we just be human beings? Male, female, human beings. I'd be fine with that. Thanks so much for joining us today on Middays. Really appreciate it. Until tomorrow, stay safe and God bless, everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.